Hi, I'm Lori, and I want to welcome you to the Awakening Moments podcast. And I'm Rhonda. Lori and I are pastors here in Ottawa, Canada, and we're both wives, moms, and most importantly, daughters and servants of God. And it's our hope and prayer that you would have awakening moments with us as we wrestle through the hard things in life. Lori and I love that we can share our lives with you, so grab your tea or coffee and let's awaken our hearts together. This is such an honor, and are you guys loving the conference so far? <laughs> you kind of feel pressured to say that, don't you? Oh, it's amazing. Well, I am loving it, and I just want to say that, you know, even though uh, many of us pastors have put this together here at Life Center and volunteers, we are coming with the same posture of heart as you are, saying, God, whatever you want to do in us, we are ready. We want that. We take off the hat of being leaders and pastors, and we're here to receive from you what you want to do fresh in here. So isn't it beautiful to all be on a journey together? Yeah, it's amazing. It is amazing. So take a deep breath. You guys have been on an amazing journey so far. Pastor Lori was brilliant to bring us through part one of a journey. And it is just an amazing journey of what God wants to do, is doing, and is going to do continuing our lives. And the beautiful thing is Lori and I wrote our messages separate, but there is a common theme. And when that happens, we know that God is speaking directly into an area and bringing repetition for us to really lean in. We've just touched the surface and God is continuing this next couple sessions to go deeper and deeper. But before we begin, I want to say well done. Well done for putting on your blindfolds this morning. That might have been a bit of a stretch for some of you, maybe so new for others. And maybe you, this was like super exciting. You're like, this is so wonderful. Maybe some of you even felt a little bit of a little nap, like that restful spa feeling. It's beautiful what God was speaking over your life. But I just want you to turn to your neighbor and say, well done. Yes. Well done. Well done. Well, what I love about that, it is actually something that I've been doing in my life for many, many years is going to a place when I spend time with God, that it's a mental picture that I have and I've called it the beach house. And it's something I've done for many years because of that very reason. It's somewhere where I can focus my mind and my heart to be somewhere that's not abstract, but somewhere that is concrete because God wants to develop an intimate relationship with us and that's unique to each of us. And you know, in the world, there's that buzzword called meditation. We hear that wherever we go, meditate. But you know, this is actually a biblical principle because it says in Philippians 4, 8, to think about things that are true, noble, right, and lovely. And it also says in Psalm 1, 2, talks about us meditating on the word of God. So when we do this, when we take that time, like we did with our blindfolds, literally close our eyes and to picture ourselves on a journey with God, we are meditating on somewhere we would be with God that is beautiful and lovely and full of life. And this is biblical. This is not just something way out there. This is something that God wants us to do, to flourish in our relationship. Now, are you ready for journey number two? Here we go. This is the second leg of your journey. And we walked to the water's edge where we were dancing, when we, Jesus was had his dancing on the waves and we were able just to stand there with our backpacks. We had been on this beautiful journey with him. God the Father was with us. And could you literally, during that moment, could you see the beach? Could you hear the waves? Could you smell the fresh air? Could you see the backpack you were carrying? Had you felt its weight as Lori was describing that journey? 
Could you feel the love of God just washing over you and through all those words? I know I could. And I know that is exactly what God is doing. And if standing at the water's edge was the end of the story, and we had the backpack, we're standing with God, and we were aware of all that was in our backpack, it'd kind of be a cliffhanger, wouldn't it? If that's where we ended. But guess what? There's an ending to the story. We know the end of the story because the ending of these stories daily that we bring to God ends with the completion. It ends with the finishing and it ends with the letting go. And I want to talk a little bit about that today. For only one has the power and ability to hold the weight of our rocks, our sin, and our baggage, and our shame, and our burden. Only one has the ability to take what we give him and to completely release it from us. For only one can completely remove our burden and sin and throw it away. For only for what Jesus did through the cross has made a way for us to come to the water's edge beside the Father. It's only through the work of Jesus Christ that we can come to the Father. No one can come but to the Father but by me is what Jesus has said in the scripture. So because of Jesus, we can come to the water's edge and be fully set free. I love what it says in Psalm 103.12. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He does not treat us deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. So imagine God your father, Abba, once again, standing beside you. He bends down. He looks at your backpack. And then he looks at you with the greatest love you've ever seen and known. And he asks you, what is in your backpack? He does this not to condemn you, but to free you. And he asks you to name each rock that you have in your backpack as you place it into his hand. He wants to not only remove the weight, but he also wants to remove the word and the power that it's had over you. And I want you to picture God placing his hand out and you reaching into your backpack and one by one naming the rock and putting it into his hand as he patiently and lovingly looks at you with his hand outstretched. And once all of your rocks are in his hand, he might look over and say, I think there's a few more. Shake that bag around. I want them all. He wants them all. The ones that are hidden in the crevices, he wants it all. You shake your backpack a little bit more. There's a few little pebbles that roll out. You pick them up, you name them, and you put it in his hand. And with one easy thrust, he throws all the rocks into the sea. He throws them so far that you cannot see where they land or where they fall. For as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. For he is the only one that can do that. We can never remove our own sin and guilt, but he can. We can never hold its weight, but he can. We can never forgive our own sins and forgive ourselves, but he can. This is something I picture every day when I spend time with God at the beach house, and this is called repentance. This is simply what repentance is. Each day, 
I need to come to bring my sin, my rocks, my burden, my shame, and own what I've done, but not to carry the sin from yesterday into today. And that's why daily he wants me to come. He doesn't want me to carry the burden from yesterday. He wants to take the rock today. So tomorrow and right at this moment, I can run light and free the race marked out for us. Women, you are destined to run the race light and free. Say light and free. You are not meant to carry yesterday's burden and pain and weight into today. God has made a way. What an exchange. And I call this... This is my favorite. Every day when the father and I meet at the beach house and we meet at that water's edge, the divine daily chuck. (laughs) Yeah, the divine daily chuck. It's a chucking of that weight and that sin and that burden away. Isn't that an amazing exchange? It's that simple. We overcomplicate it, don't we? It's that simple that we can have a divine daily chuck. We can have a moment by moment daily chuck. I don't even have to wait to the end of the day. I don't have to wait to that special time. In that moment, I can say, God, I'm taking on that weight. I can feel it. I've done this. I repent. Take it. And he just says, I've got it, girl. Boom, gone. I will take that. I have a place for that because it's not something we're meant to carry. We can hand it over to him. And women, I want you to hear this from my heart. He never misses a day. He never misses a moment. He is never a no-show. He will never miss you one day. He will never miss meeting with you one moment. He will never be a no-show in your life. The cross has carried and completed all that we need. We say this easily, but do we believe it? And this is what I believe God is digging deeper into our lives with. We read the word of God and all the provision and all the inheritance he has provided for us, but do we believe it? Do we really believe it? And the way to start to walk in freedom is to acknowledge it, and to release it. And then the word of God can replace all that weight and bring freedom and lightness and joy and peace. You see, I sin every day, as I'm sure everyone in this room. I have pride. I have shame. I have feelings of not being good enough. Insecurities, fears, the list can go on and on. I can be critical, judgmental. You see, sin wants to travel on the journey with us. Like the rocks in our backpack, sin wants to be a companion each day for sin loves to stay hidden in the backpacks of our heart. Red Rover, Red Rover. I call shame right over. Red Rover, Red Rover. I call fear right over. Red Rover, Red Rover, I call anxiety right over. Do you remember playing that game in school, Red Rover? Well, I loved that game. It was super exciting, but super terrifying all at the same time. And for those of you that never played this as a kid in the playground, those that are younger, I think it's been outlawed at schools. They totally, 
I think, don't think that happens anymore. I think there was a few dislocated shoulders, maybe a few broken arms. I don't know. But how it would happen is all of us would meet in the middle of the playground, and we would choose sides. There would be two sides, and we would stand across in one big line from each other. And what you would do is you would all hold hands, and somebody would yell out, Red Rover, Red Rover, I call. And of course, if you were the first one, you would look for the skinniest, scrawniest person. <laughs> Everyone's laughing because you remember, it was like the really big football player that joined. You're like, no way. He's the last one I'm going to call over. So, but anyways, you would call over someone that you knew wouldn't break. And what they would do is when their name was called, they would literally rev up and they would just start to run as fast as they could to try to break through the link of hands that were holding together. Like, that's, that's a little crazy. Anyway, so if they broke through, then they got to go back to their side and everyone cheered. But if they didn't, they had to join your side. So Red Rover. Now, it's funny when we think about it. And, you know, that's a game we played physically. But spiritually, we actually play that every day. We actually call over to our side things that are not from our side. We Red Rover every day. Red Rover. We daily call companions over into our lives, and we choose our companions with the power of our words and the power in what we believe. We open up our backpacks. We call them over, Red Rover, knowingly and unknowingly by the power of our words and by the power of what we believe. And I want to be clear that I'm not talking about pain and sorrow and injustice that has come into your life. We live in a broken world. We face situations of pain and hardships that have come into our lives with no control of our own. However, we do have the choice in how we walk through each and every situation. What companions we call and choose to walk with, we have the choice in. We don't have the choice in injustice or situations that happen, but we do have the choice in the companions we call over. We can say, Red Rover, Red Rover, I call unforgiveness right over. Red Rover, I call insecurity right over. Red Rover, I call worry right over. We choose the words we speak and our words reflect what we believe. God wants to, God is challenging us today in the way we speak, how we walk through our day, and he's revealing to choose to us that there is a different way to live. There's a different and a better way to live. For if we live outside of the word of God, outside of what he has chosen for us, it's not from our side. And what do these things lead to? This is the word we don't always like to hear, but sin. This is exactly what this leads to. These companions do not lead to life. They lead to sin. And let me say this very clearly. Choosing to continue to live outside of the word of God leads us into great sin. And that breaks the heart of God. And God is setting us free today because he wants you to be free. Not to be condemned. Not to feel like you're living under the weight of I'm not good enough. But to live under I am free. I don't have to live under this. I can live fully in this. Not under this, but in this, in freedom. For God speaks and shows us through his word how we are to live and what companions are from his kingdom. Some of you have come this weekend believing for a breakthrough because you have felt really stuck. Some of you have not picked up your Bible for a really long time. And listen, there is no judgment here. I'm not sitting here to be like, oh, like this 
We all face seasons of dryness, but some of you, it's like, it's not a priority. Church, the Bible, spirituality, it's just been an alternate if I've got time, if it's something I want to do, if it's something I feel like doing. I'm being very honest here. And some of us, it's, we've been riddled with so much fear and anxiety that we have not been stepping into the destiny that we know God has for us. Some of us, there's an area in our lives, and I know God, this is my life too, I'm going to share a story, but God speaks to us and we just ignore to listen because we don't want to make the changes that it will require. That's a hard truth, isn't it? Those are the hard truths. But God does not want us to live in Red Rover with the other side because we can say Red Rover, Red Rover. I call peace right over. Red Rover, Red Rover, I call hope right over. Red Rover, I call love and acceptance right over. For now is the time to obey. Now is the time to choose life. Now is the time to choose your companions well. Not to wait for your circumstances to change. Not to wait until you feel like it's time to change. Change requires intentionality. Change requires obedience. If we think that God is going to just make all these things happen because we're his, we are fooling ourselves if we are red-rovering things from the other side into our camp. We are living in denial and we are living in sin. And God wants to free you women. And I'm speaking a little bit of a hard truth here, but God wants to free us from sin because he wants to give you an inheritance. This is where those blockages are happening. We can choose to walk in disobedience knowingly and unknowingly. And that's why we need the word of God. And that is why we need time with God. We will not be able to go there in our hearts and our lives with God if we don't take time and we're intentional with it and ruthless with the rocks, ruthless with the rocks. He wants to divinely chuck those rocks as far as the east is from the west. You don't need to carry them, but some of those rocks we like carrying. Some of those rocks have been in our bag for a long time and we've actually become attached to them. We've cozied up to things in our lives because we've been used to them. And if I have to let that go, what does that look like? I don't know life outside of that. But I know this. Women, this is a new day. This is a new day. You matter. Your life matters. Your decisions matter. Your companions matter. Does this mean that everything will change overnight when we begin to choose life and intentionally lean into this? No. And we can't always change our circumstances, can we? But you know what we can change? This. God can. Actually, we can. But God can. Moment by moment path by path, season by season, until we are transformed, innerly transformed about what God is most passionate about, and that is about our relationship with him, and us leaning into him, and us being free in him, despite what this looks like out here. What's in here is most valuable to God, and that is where freedom is found. Freedom is found here. 
I love, you look in the New Testament, Paul in chains, and he considers it pure joy. From the outside, he's not free. In the inside, he is fully free. He is living in destiny and purpose. Had nothing to do with the outer circumstances, but the inner, because he knew his God. He knew that God was his deliverer, and he had an intimate relationship with him. God wants to do that for each of you. And I even feel right now to say over, some of you might just be listening right now and be like, oh, that's not for me. I don't even know how to do that. I don't even know how to be close to God. I don't even know how to hear God's voice. God loves you and God is speaking to you. The Bible, every day when I read the Bible, I'm like, I don't even need to hear anything else. The Bible is God's voice to me. Sometimes we look for those moments, those big spiritual moments to feel something, to have that emotional connection, which is, I'm not downplaying that. Those are important milestones in our journey with God. Please hear me. I'm not pushing that down or dismissing that. Those are very important. But the daily encounters by reading the word of God is the way God speaks to me. The word of God. You do not have to be ruled by your circumstance You do not have to be identified with your pain. You do not have to live under the power of anger and forgiveness. There's a better companion to walk with. Thank you, Lord. I just can feel. I just want to just take a moment and let you guys just settle in just for a minute. I'm just going to take a pause. I believe that God is bringing a fresh revelation to some of your hearts today and what companions you've been traveling with, what companions you've been familiar with, what companions you know you need to let go of, but it's scary. And it's going to require a cost and a change. Is it worth the exchange for you? Do you want the exchange? no matter the cost? Do you really want that? God can't just want that for you. You've got to want that too. It's an exchange. I know I'm just going to share a story as I invite the ushers to come up. Because there's something really tangible I want to do and I just want to share. There's a rock I want to give each of you. I'm kind of going a little bit off my notes here, but I just feel like God God is just doing something a little bit different than what I had planned in my own heart. I'm not bringing a weight of condemnation or that you have to do something or be something. Does everyone hear me that this morning? But what I am bringing is a truth That when God wants to do something in our lives, it's often very uncomfortable. It's not always easy. And I like the easy path. I like the comfortable path. But I feel like God this morning is going somewhere very deep with some of you. And it's going to require a real letting go. So I'm just going to get the ushers to continue. Thank you so much for doing that. And hold on to your rock and we're going to do something really special with this this morning.
You know, I've been a Christian my pretty much my entire life since I was five years old. And I have loved Jesus, served him, grew up in the church, knew what to do, my Bible, my devotions, my prayer time, had beautiful parents, had incredible encounters with the Lord. He's been so faithful. He's been so good. And that's a beautiful thing. God takes us all unique. Your journey is different than my journey. And the step that God's requiring of you is different than the step that God's requiring of me. But today he's asking each of us to take a step. For some of you, that cost is gonna look very different on the outside of what you need to do. And for some of you, the cost, maybe no one will really be able to see, but it'll be a cost that you daily choose here. But God is going to places in our lives because he does not want us to live in the Red Rover of the other side. He wants us to live in the freedom of his kingdom, in the freedom of his love. He wants to rid you of all of those things you've been carrying in here today. He wants to release the blockages. He has no, he has no partiality. He doesn't just favor some and some and not you. He sees you, he loves you, he has called you and he has a plan for you. And whatever God is putting his finger on, today is the day to obey. Do not delay. Do not delay. Because today will turn into tomorrow. Tomorrow will turn into the next day. And before you know it, 10 years later, you're carrying the same weight. You're living under the same shame and sin. And you don't know why you're not intimate with God. And you're struggling to say, God, why don't I feel you? Why don't I know you? And God's saying, you've been red rovering and you're living in sin. And I want to free you. I want to free you. I want to get rid of that sin. And I want to free you. But you've got to give it to me. You cannot hold the weight of sin and blessing and expect it all just to work out. There's a cost. But the cost is freedom. Is it really a cost? It's going to cost us something in our lives. Pride, whatever it may be. About six years ago, I've shared this story in a different way, but I stepped out of full-time ministry at a church to work in business. And it was an incredible season of my life in what God did. About three years into that journey, I could feel the Holy Spirit start to put his finger on my heart to go back into ministry full-time. And I just struggled so hard with it because I was like, God, I'm volunteering. I'm doing all these awesome things. Plus, I'm getting to do these things. And as the journey continued, I started just to quiet the voice of the Holy Spirit. And I started to red rover more and more the other side. And the thing was, what I was red rovering over was celebrated. Accomplishment, achievement, greed, power, independence. I was red rovering it and guess what? Society was applauding, celebrating the awards. And those companions, they were fun to travel with. 
it started to become fun. I kind of enjoyed that. And I became very comfortable in that stage of my life. But God, the voice of God over and over said, Rhonda, it's not where you're to be. I have a different way. I have a different companion for you. This is not going to lead well. It's fun right now. This is not going to lead well. It's because these were companions from a place that was of sin. It was feeding a part of my heart that was not honoring God. I don't know what that is like for you today. And there is no judgment in this room. But I want you to know, it took a moment in my backyard after three years of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, for being so patient of speaking to my life over and over. And I'm, I've known Jesus my whole life, and I disobeyed for three years. And I knowingly disobeyed for three years. And that scares me now. At the time, I dismissed it, be like, oh, it's just me thinking that. It's not a big deal. You know what? I'm only going to do this for another year, and then I'll just make a decision then. God, oh, it's okay. I'll just, no. I wasn't obeying when he asked me. I am so grateful now for the grace of God that he held on, which he does. I remember being in my backyard and God saying to me, I've said this in a message before, but do you want to be a winner to me when you stand before me that you've obeyed? Or do you want to stand before me one day and know that you've disobeyed? One day you're going to stand before me. What do you want with your life? And right there, I just got on my knees. I just said, it's yours. You can have you can have it. What an exchange. And here I am today. It's not even, I'm not even just talking about full-time ministry at Life Center. And all. I'm talking about here. Here I am today, free. I am free. The world doesn't have a hold on me. Things don't have a hold on me. Achievement and success. I'm not driven by that anymore of who I am, what power I possess. Who cares? But I was red rovering. And I knew and didn't know. So women, today, I want you to hold your rock. And I could see some of you, the tears are starting because you know God is putting his finger on something in your heart you've been carrying. How many years you've been carrying that? What have you been going through? What is an area of your life you maybe have not surrendered? Maybe today's a fresh decision to make God the priority of your life. I don't know what that is, but God does. And that's between you and him. And we all have something. I have a rock. Every day I've got rocks on brand for the daily chuck. So today, guess what? We get to daily chuck. It's exciting. So I want you to hold this rock in your hand. Just feel it. I want you to take a moment to think about, okay, Holy Spirit, what is it that you are speaking to me right now about? I hold this rock and I give it to you. What is it, God? What is that specific thing or things that you're asking me? Oh, to take a deep breath and to let go and to put it into your hand. For as far as the east is from the west, so far does he want to remove our transgressions from us, our sin and our shame. I'm going to play a lyric video. And as this lyric video plays, I want you just to take your time. But when you are ready, 
I want you to do something symbolic. I want you to literally come and walk to the edge, pretend this is the water's edge, and place it in the basket that's in God's hand. And just stand for a moment and picture him saying, I got this. I love you and I've got this. I love you. I love you. Laura, I love you. Ruth, I love you. Susan, I love you. I've got this. As far as east is from the west, so far will he remove our transgressions from us. So let's watch this lyric video and you just close your eyes. It's just words coming on the screen, but it's just for you to just let these words sink in. And when you're ready, anytime, feel free. Just come up and lay your burden down. We hope you enjoyed the podcast today. It would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a review. You can follow us on Instagram at Awakening Moments Podcast, and you will find Lori and I at Lori Eitz Boucher and Rhonda.Corto. We'd love to connect with you.